Welcome to the As Growers podcast with your hosts, Tia Moskalenko and Melissa Hutzel. On this episode, we're discussing cannabis and fitness with our guests, Kendra Solo and Paul of Helkey. These powerful females are combining cannabis with fitness and challenging the age-old stereotypes about cannabis consumers. For decades, cannabis users have been marginalized and stigmatized as lazy couch lock stoners. But as the cannabis movement continues to grow, we're learning that consumers can be quite the opposite. In fact, many consumers are using the plant to enhance their mental and physical health, including our two guests today. Ladies, please tell us a little bit about yourselves, starting with yourself, Paula. Sure. Um, so I'm Paula Pelkey and I am in Vermont. Um, I currently am working in the cannabis industry uh, with uh, Cannabis Equity Employment, and we are a nonprofit that uh, job board that works to help individuals with previous cannabis convictions uh, get into the cannabis industry and then also into any of the ancillary businesses alongside the cannabis industry. Um, in that process, uh, we get them into a candidate profile. We help them create their profile. We work with them to create their resumes, uh, prepare for interviews. Um, depending on the type of job that they are looking for, we help them um, to search out education and certification processes. Um, sometimes we are able to get those for free or at a very low cost, depending on who we're going through. Uh, we also work to help them uh, get in contact with individuals to help them with future expungement. Um, and we started in New Jersey and we are now starting to expand into the rest of the United States. And that is super exciting. Um, along with that, I have been in the fitness and wellness industry for the past, uh, uh, we're at what, 23 years now. Um, I've been a longtime yoga teacher uh, and fitness instructor and uh, wellness practitioner. And I do health and nutrition coaching as well. And um, just really love being able to work with individuals to really kind of, you know, train their mind, train their body, uh, and get them up to where they would like to be in an emotional and physical, healthy uh, well-being. And uh, so I find myself kind of at these crossroads now uh, as a longtime cannabis user and working in the industry and kind of, you know, being able to facilitate the connection between the two is really exciting. That's really exciting. Thank you, Paula. And how about yourself, Kendra? Well, <laughs> thank, thanks for having me on this. I'm really excited to talk about cannabis and fitness. Um, similar to Paula, except for the equity part, I've been in the fitness industry, the wellness industry for going on 11 years now as a personal trainer, group fitness, um, group fitness instructor, wellness coach, and, um, and just recently in the past two or three years, um, I decided, long story short, um, I decided I should really share this, this balance between cannabis and movement um, and nature mm -hmm. and how it can really help people. It helped me specifically um, with a, an eating disorder when I was a lot younger. And I found that by combining these two and moving, it was a really powerful experience to kind of bring me back to the person that I am and kind of refocus me. So 
I found two or three years ago that sharing this with people, a lot of other people were using it, you know, they were going to the gym and they were using cannabis and they were like, it's, you know, it's my therapy, it's my go-to. And I just was like, yeah, geez, a lot more people are doing this and have been doing this. So mm-hmm. let's, let's, um, let's do something about this and help more people um, really use this, the simplicity of movement and, and cannabis. So, so yeah, I'm here in Florida. Um, my company is My Body Physique. I've had it for eight years now, and it was mostly just holistic personal training, wellness coaching. Um, I started out in Oregon back in 2014 when I was living out there. Um, started growing cannabis, getting really um, familiar with nature and self-sustainability. Um, and, and yeah, like I said, the past seven, eight years later down the road, uh, with my own experience with cannabis, uh, getting familiar with nature and how it can be so therapeutic and then movement combining those three, um, has turned into what my body physique is now. And that's cannabis fitness training. So I teach cannabis infused fitness classes. Um, I do body work, which is a, thank you, which is like a, a variation of massage, stretching, uh, yoga they call it sometimes Thai yoga massage Mm -hmm. and uh, that's also cannabis infused Um, and yeah uh, it's been been trying to do a lot of online based since COVID happened I was living out in San Diego and you know all the gyms got shut down and I was like wow this is the time to really like be like hey cannabis fitness online I got you and I made like three ebooks um, workout ebooks that are on my website. Um, and they're all really catered to kind of like Paula said, toning your mindset, toning your physical body, um, and bringing it into, into balance with your emotions and your spirit because cannabis nature and fitness really have that, that similarity that I think brings you back to the goodness of you and the goodness of what's around you so in a nutshell that's me uh, Kendra Sola with my body physique Kendra I think this is wonderful that we have uh, at some point that we have such times that we can do everything online basically you can hit a joint or drink cannabis infused drink and do exercise and uh, mm-hmm. you're not you're not getting uh, bored with the thoughts that oh my god I need to go home right now but I'm so relaxed so I think we, we actually need to realize some of the pluses of our current life and this is amazing this is amazing that uh, you can do and you teach people online and you have uh, online like ebooks so you're not getting out of your house to do something really important for your body and health so this is cool sure yeah you can do it from the comfort of your home wherever you're comfortable you know like Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) one of the perks Exactly. Thank you. Thank you very much. I actually I really, uh, yeah, I really love the um, your reference to cannabis fitness uh, and nature. You know, for me, that is definitely what I would consider a holy trinity. Um, you know, being able to combine those three is really where I find you know my peace and my 
you know, my, my center point and, you know, my space for grounding. And, you know, I, I think that that is something that most people just don't really see, or there are a lot of people who take that opportunity for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, you bringing that to the, to the light Kendra is really, you know, powerful. And it's really important to get people to understand how, you know, transformative combining those three things can be and, you know, how much it can really just make you such a healthier and happier person. Yeah, totally. That piece, we take it for granted, you know, sometimes you don't notice how stressed you are until you, you get super angry and you just kind of like, you're like, ah, how'd I get here? But I think combining those three things, like you said, really kind of brings you back to your center and you can do it daily. You can do it weekly. You know, it's really, it depends what's best for you. So absolutely. Customize. Ladies, quick question. Did all of your friends actually supported your desire to um, work into the cannabis industry, like like that is basically the part of your life or the future. Did all of the friends actually supported this or some of them actually were saying to you like, oh, come on, it's not really healthy or something like that? Because I have some friends who tell me so. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and uh, yeah, speak sure, about sure. this. Um, So at first it was kind of like, I don't know, like 10 years ago using cannabis, you know, people are like, oh, it's not that healthy. Like you said, Uh, even my parents were like, oh, you're a pothead. That's cool. Whatever. You're living out West. And as time has- I don't tell my parents that I smoke. So (laughs) let's give it this way. Yeah, please please go ahead. (laughs) Oh gosh, my parents need it and they don't use it. But but me and my sister, we definitely got it with it. We're like, hey, here, even grandma, try it. But um, but yeah, now that it's more mainstream, like CBD and all the education that's been out Mm -hmm. there. My dad's really into actually cannabis stocks now. And my mm. sister has really used it medicinally from healing with, um, with painkillers. So mm-hmm. it's like these experience have showed up and they're like, oh, wow, it's actually like a really good thing. But at first they were like, nah, nah, that's not good for you, you know. So there's been some resistance for sure on my end. And I have a lot more other stories, but I think my parents are a good one to start with. See, for me, I would say it's been, you know, kind of the opposite. I haven't had much resistance, but I grew up in a family where, you know, cannabis was used medically and recreationally, you know, it grew in the backyard and um, it was, it's always been part of my life. Um, And it's, and I tend to find myself in circles where most people are cannabis users. And I don't know if that's just the, you know, the latent hippie in me or, or mm-hmm. what that is, but, um, you know, I find that like attracts like, and I end up attracting people who, you know, share a lot of the same values and really, you know, support what I'm doing. And, you know, with me getting in, you know, not on, uh, your, your kind of your traditional path that you see a lot of people going into cannabis right now, as far mm-hmm. as like dispensaries and cultivation, but me coming in from a social, social equity component, um, is really, you know, turned a lot of people's heads and some of the people who are a little bit, you know, not, I would maybe not, uh, in denial or a little less supportive, but some of those people are like, mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you're doing. And that for some of those people who are a little bit hesitant, that has actually turned them around um, and has put a new thought process for them into how they're viewing the plant and how they're viewing, you know, how the industry is unfolding. 
you know, when I first got into the cannabis industry, I was surprised at how many other people I knew around me who were kind of into cannabis, but none of us really talked about it, especially with each other. Legalization kind of took a veil off of everything. Yeah. I think not only have I been surprised at how many um, people cannabis plays a role in their life, but also how many people cannabis plays a role in, in fitness and their their physical activity. Mm-hmm. Have you guys kind of been surprised to learn just how many people incorporate or want to incorporate cannabis into fitness? Not at all. I think, you know, being able to bring the legality of it uh, into the forefront has taken the opportunity for a lot of people to dabble in it a bit more who are always a little bit curious. Um, And, you know, I think it's interesting because we've also heard, um, you know, some of the the bigger uh, sports um, situations, they've been talking about cannabis as an enhancement drug for a long time and whether or not it's one of those drugs that they'll, you know, test for or not. And I think, you know, that's interesting as we're seeing that it's becoming a little bit more mainstream, how that might change and how many more people might be like, hey, let me check this out and see how it's how my body reacts to it, you know, and and what kind of experiences I have. I know it's been so interesting to see all these uh, major sports leagues um, address cannabis. For example, I've spoken to some NFL players who have told me like, uh, you know, at least like 90% of other uh, fellow players use cannabis in some way, shape or form, especially for recovery Mm -hmm. and pain management. Yes, especially if you're in some of those sports that are a little bit more strenuous and endurance or a little bit rougher on your body, like football, for instance. Yeah. So there are so many different forms of exercise and fitness and just physical activity, including hiking, yoga, lifting, and cardio intensive exercises like running or swimming. And cannabis can play a role in each of these. So Kendra and Paula, could you tell us um, about how you find cannabis helpful in your own forms of fitness? Sure. Um, I know for me, I, you know, oftentimes when I'm not feeling that I have the energy to do a workout, or if I'm not feeling motivated to do a workout, um, you know, there are times when I will, you know, maybe, you know, take a little puff and then that will change my mindset of like, you know, you've got this, you don't have to, you don't have to be the slug that you're, you you know, in the back of your brain that you really want to be right now. You've got this, you can go do this. I find, you know, if I'm really struggling to get the motivation to go and do my workout or do my exercise, that really helps. Also uh, gives me sort of that boost of energy that I need is to get started. And in addition, it allows me to be more present in the activity that I'm doing. Um, I find that I'm more in tune with what's going on in my body, how my body's functioning mechanically. Um, and that really changes my perspective and how I um, kind of look at my my routine or whatever it is that I'm doing in the activity at that time. Um, it really allows me to dive a little bit deeper into um, how I feel physically, mentally, emotionally, um, how my body functions. I find that there are times when I um, 
you know, I will start to notice things about my body. I'm a little bit more aware of like how I might be holding myself or where the stress is hidden that day or, um, you know, what my breathing patterns are like. Um, it allows me to just kind of focus a bit more in and not be like distracted by work or not be distracted by social things and, or not bring any of those kind of components into my, my workout. Um, instead it allows me to a little bit be a, a bit more clear, um, headed during my workout and a little bit more focused on what it is I'm doing and how it actually is helping my body. Definitely the focus, the clarity, like the level-headedness of like, hey, what's going on in my body today? How do I feel here? How do I want to move it? Is uh, is really spectacular with just even, like you said, just a little hit of cannabis can just change up that whole mentality of going mm-hmm. to work. I actually heard that women need less dosage than men. Uh, if we talk even about the CBD type of products, not about just THC, do you think there like a gender difference specifically here or because me personally, I need less CBD stuff than uh, my husband because he needs like a small and a little drop and I'm like pouring the half of the bottle into my water or something, mm-hmm. I don't know any other drinks and I was like oh come on you're sleeping right now are you kidding me and I was like I'm not even relaxed what's going on so maybe you know because I was actually always curious about this fact well I would have to say um I don't know specifically I think everyone's endocannabinoid systems Mm -hmm. as you ladies probably know are at a different you know, they have different needs. So mm-hmm. definitely, I don't know if it's so much gender wise on that, but definitely comes down to your physiological, you know, your processes that are going on. But I would have to say as a lady, and as you guys know, us menstruating, like different times of the month, different mm-hmm. emotional times. Like I know for me, if I use like heavier THC that week, right before I menstruate, it is not the best thing for me. It really yeah. like just spices mm. things up and it's like, it's already spicy, you know? So <laughs> that's right. That's right. I definitely. Variation. Yeah. And to your point, I mean, it is a very, everybody's, you know, body makeup and their body chemistry is so individual and, you know, your needs based upon my needs or Tia's needs or Melissa's needs are going to all be different. And, mm-hmm. you know, how your body specifically reacts with something is going to be different. And let's be honest, you know, you could get the same exact strain time and time again, and you might have a very different reaction to it each time you use it because it might have different levels of THC, CBD, you know, might have different terpene uh, mm-hmm. profile in it. There's a lot of different ways that, you know, that's going to be affected. And unless you're getting a specific clone, you know, if you're growing from seed, it's going to be different every single time. If you're cloning, then, you know, you're going to be able to carry over some of the same properties. But even, you know, if you clone off the same plant time and time and time again, there's even going to be variation from there. And that variation is going to affect us all differently, you know, depending on what our own, you know, body chemistry is and what our own physiological makeup is. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally. Kendra, you studied um, how cannabis might work synergistically in creating biomechanical alignment um, in in endocannabinoid homeostasis in the human body. Can you tell us a little bit more about this? 
Yeah. So like we were saying, the endocannabinoid system, it's all about balancing, you know, bringing ourselves back into homeostasis, uh, regulating those internal processes. And then you have your biomechanics, which also need balancing, you know, your joints, your tendons, your ligaments, all of those they have to be in alignment with gravity and when you move to really function properly. So I really think when you add the two together is where you feel where you're able to come back to that piece and like we were talking about that center because you're actually balancing yourself. It's all about the balance. It's all about the balance, I agree. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of simple like that. I don't know if you guys have more questions, you can totally ask, but really I just see it as balance inside, balance outside. You're really, you're getting the whole enchilada. <laughs> I was actually curious because I only tried twice uh, using cannabis and doing yoga. And that was something really interesting for me because I really relaxed and I was stretching a bit afterwards. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was curious, maybe there are some other activities that you can do and really relax and, you know, be patient after that or something. Maybe something is else over there. I think it's going to depend on your combination of things, you know, mm -hmm. what is the environment that you're in while you're doing the activity? You know, are you by yourself? Are you with others? Um, how, you know, what's your individual mindset and how do you, how do you feel in your body that day? And it's really going to depend on the strain that you use too. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's going to make a big difference in the type of experience that you're going to have. You know, if you're going to go with a, perhaps something that's a, got a little bit more of a psychedelic edge to the THC, you know, your, your, your meditation perhaps is going to be very different than if you go with something that's going to be more CBD balanced. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of different aspects that are going to play into, you know, what your experience is going to be like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So speaking of different um, types of cannabinoids, for example, are there um, any particular cannabinoids or delivery methods that each of you feel like are, are helpful for certain things, um, certain physical activities? Good question. Mm, real good question. Thank you. Uh, Paula, you want to go ahead on this one first? I'm kind of, th I'm kind of thinking here. Um, I know. I, you know, no rush, ladies. No rush. It's interesting because, um, you know, I find that for me, hmm, I find that for me, uh, edibles don't always work so great. Um, and I don't know if it's because I just have a problem with uh, fat soluble um you know, process. I don't know that my body does that so well, um, unless it's a drink. You know, I've had some lemonades that, ooh, man, they were, they got me good. But then I've like <laughs> had a whole, you know, what seems like a whole chocolate bar and felt absolutely nothing. So, um, you know, I think again, it's gonna, you have to experiment. You have to, you have to really kind of check and see what's gonna work for you. Um, it, again, it comes down to our individual makeup. Um, and then it's mm -hmm. going to be based upon, you know, what is the delivery method that works best for you? And I find for me, you know, consistency for me, the most, the, the easiest delivery method is going to be flour. Um, and 
you know, I find I have the best results there. But, you know, I have other people, I know other people who they're all about edibles and edibles work for them and they don't want anything to do with flowers. So, you know, what about you, Kendra? What do you think? Well, I definitely love some good old flour, you know, I'm same way, um, smoking it, vaporizing it, joints, you know, all the different mechanisms they have out there. Um, but I am, I'm a pretty much a lightweight, like I like a lower THC, a more like versatile cannabinoid, um, what's the word I'm looking for, spectrum of cannabinoids in my flower. But I would have to say, if I'm out hiking or doing something for like the whole day, like it's a whole day activity, I like edibles, like five milligrams here and then another five milligrams in a little bit. And it's really just like this slow, gradual, just being outside in nature and still exercising. I find that is really good for me. But if I'm like, oh, I'm going to take an edible and go for a three mile jog, like I won't do that three mile jog. You know, I will talk myself out of it and do like a walk. (laughs) Absolutely. I think it depends on what your use level is, too. You know, Mm -hmm. for people who use a little bit more regularly, you know, that's going to make a difference as opposed to people who use a little bit more seldomly. Um, You know, somebody who uses on a daily basis, you know, their intake is going to be very different. How they Mm -hmm. take it in is going to be very different. Um, You know, I know a lot of people, especially now, are where there's so many options of how you can, you know, receive that that cannabis, I think now there are a lot of opportunities for people to explore what works best for them. Um, and it doesn't always just mean smoking a joint, you know, we've, we've moved into a space where it's, it's not just flour anymore. It's, it's, there's a lot of options and, you know, there's a lot I still haven't tried and there may be something out there that, you know, is going to be this aha moment. Um, and you know, I won't know until I get there. You actually can like, not you guys, but you as a person you can actually experiment every day with uh, and all the time that uh, might be different so it doesn't matter you're smoking a joint or you're eating a cake or you're drinking a infused drink because i had never known that there is popcorn with the pot i was like jesus people do this and there are so many things so basically you can just taste it and try it and uh, uh, have a new experience 24 7 <laughs> absolutely that's, I have a friend who's nice doing salt seriously salt? it exists yeah. <laughs> yeah you can get infused salt and I I'm like I mean I tried it I didn't feel anything from it but um you that know sounds good right <laughs> it's right I'm like that's a great idea yeah yeah, yeah. totally well, see, I thought that was really interesting. Both of you guys made really interesting points. Mm-hmm. Um, I had always wondered, like, um, you know, do some people avoid smoking, for example, before they get into cardio intensive exercises? Or do some people avoid edibles because they may take a longer time to kick in? Because, of course, um, they're slower release and they could be a little intense and last a little longer than smoking. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's so many different kinds of delivery methods these days. It seems like, um, you know, there's seemingly something new all the time. As you said, Paula, like even salt, that's really fascinating. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say I'm down here in Florida and there's a lot of retired people. And Mm -hmm. I was actually uh, doing some body work at a bike race 
this past weekend mm. and I had my sign cannabis fitness, you know, and I got a lot of questions and they're older, you know, they're like seventies, eighties, like cannabis fitness. What's that? And a lot of them, you know, were like, so I can just put it on for pain, like topically, like they were really interested in just not always consuming it internally, mm-hmm. but just putting it on their bodies to help with their achy knees, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's good. Different times of life, different exercising, different routes of administration. Like we were saying, really figuring out what works for that time and that space. Cannabis is used in fitness also involves recovery. So I think that that's mm-hmm. a really important and part of the, you know, the conversation here. So do you guys use yeah. cannabis uh, for recovery? And if so, are there particular things like say topicals or CBD over THD products that um, seem to work best for you? Yeah, I, um, for me, I find, you know, if I use cannabis prior to um, the activity that I don't need as much recovery work afterwards. Um, and then, you know, if I'm in a situation where I do need to do more recovery, I, I tend to use CBD topicals more often, um, just because that's kind of the, what I found that works for me. Um, but again, there's so many new things to try now that it's like, where to, where to begin, you know, where to, where to even, you know, start with all of these great new products that we've got. You don't have that much of a free time to taste it all right <laughs> right or that big of a wallet <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's two main reasons i think well i think recovery like you said like there's a lot of athletes out there using it now and they've been using it for to chill out you know their bodies are training constantly so hard and my brother he plays semi-pro ice hockey up in boston and he uses cannabis here and there because his body is just like, it's hurting all the time. And and if you're an athlete, you're training, the mentality behind that is so strong. It's almost like using it for recovery could be so exponential to have them be even stronger. Because like you were saying earlier, Paula, it takes you out of like the social stuff. It takes you out of the work thing and really just kind of brings you back into your center and you can rest, mm-hmm. you, know, you can recover, you can sleep. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, making time for that recovery with cannabis, I think is, is really a, a, a great thing. How do you think for how long can the professional athletes use THC or basically THC uh, type of products? And uh, I understand that it depends on the every person what's kind of the dosage there will be but um i was just thinking at some point maybe it will affect their body with an overweight if they're actually using it a lot or the professional athletes shouldn't worry about that because they actually exercise every day (laughs) so yeah basically Mm -hmm. how, how do you think for how long they can be using all these types of products all right that's an excellent question that I certainly don't have the answer to. <laughs> I don't either, but I think it's just like it's cannabis is one of those things that kind of comes and goes and you're, as you change and you grow and your body and your life changes, you need it in different ways. So mm-hmm. it'll probably be like a lifetime thing and maybe in the future they'll find, you know, I think 
juicy raw cannabis or even just hemp is so nutritional for the body that's really where i'm trying to go to Mm -hmm. more of is like that raw i think it's like a um correct me paula but it's like um it's like the a component of one of the cannabinoids and it's really good for cancer inflammation all that Um, yeah so maybe they'll find later in life they'll be eating more cannabis instead of having to use it for pain it'll be more like a wellness tonic for them I think it'll be interesting too to see how um, you know there's so much excitement right now and people are really you know looking for new ways to uh, process cannabis and use it um, in different products and I think it'll be really interesting too as the products start to um, change and and new products start to come onto the market um, how you know, those interact with people's individual cannabinoid systems and, you know, what types of uh, growth we'll see in that arena. They, like I said, you know, we're so early and so many things are happening, you know, uh, left and right right now. It's just a frenzy. And, you know, who knows what we will have for products and how we might consume those products in, say, five years from now. There could be something that's, you know, completely transformative that someone hasn't quite found yet in a lab that could become, you know, that next big thing that really helps everybody. So those are the things that, you know, I'm really excited for as people are really diving into this and starting to really test the boundaries that we've kind of had within the cannabis um, industry, you know, the legacy industry so far. Um, and the medical industry, like how how much more can we, you know, kind of in, enhance what we're doing with with the plant to, you know, create better um, products to use, better, you know, opportunities for people to really see the benefits of this plant. And and as you ladies know too, like wellness is such a big, a broad topic from the clothes that you wear to the food you put in your body to your home good stuff. And, you know, they're coming out with hemp everything now, hemp clothes, hemp cree is something that I've been looking into. And that's Mm -hmm. like a really healthy home environment, you know, it's mold resistant, it's vermin resistant, it's fire resistant, it's breathable, like that's type of stuff also contributing to our health and seeing how that's going to play out in the future is is really really cool yeah so exciting isn't it i'm excited about that particularly the hempcrete i've i've been wanting hempcrete house forever so (laughs) me too i'm totally there with you i had done a an article a few years back and i interviewed someone um over in europe who had a hempcrete business and they built um, a structure, a home with using hempcrete. And I think it was like Scotland or Ireland. And they said that um, like the temperature inside, even when it was below 30 degrees outside, the temperature inside remained in like between 60 and 70 degrees without any heating. So I thought that was, that could have major applications. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fascinating, just the different um, aspects of this one plant. I mean, Kendra, I know you mentioned that um, cannabis helped you overcome an eating disorder. And that makes me think of all these different cannabinoids we don't know much about now, but we're just starting to to learn about like, like CBG, for example, they're learning that may have um, some some success with helping people's appetite, whether it's suppression mm-hmm. or increasing their appetite. So I think that's really exciting. 
totally a healthy a healthy perspective around food like man i wish i learned that 10 years ago <laughs> and cannabis can help you really see like wow there's a piece of meat on my plate where did it come from how did it get there it just makes you so mindful mm-hmm. as well as like you said the appetite part of it too when you consume it but really yeah I think that's a great point that you made. Like cannabis makes us more mindful, whether it's, you know, how we build our structures to how we see our food. Absolutely. I don't have any questions specifically. I just wanted to share my story about the, uh, how actually cannabis helped me to eat in the evening. So, well, actually I need to lose some weight because everything is so tasty after that and your mood is so cool. So I think this is one of the um, uh, quickest and finest uh, ways to keep up and to be in a good mood. So yeah, I think, and and yeah, I also wanted to say that uh, I just realized how much efforts it takes to create, for instance, a uh, hemp cream just from the plant and uh, for how many years people were trying to improve it and uh, they were trying to help the athletes and uh, not just the athletes for people who just uh, really like to run in the mornings or something like that and that really eases the pain and I think all these people are doing a great job. And I think you ladies are doing the great job because you are into this and you're sharing the really accurate and really important information into the masses. So I would really want to thank you personally. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you as well. This has been a really nice chat with you guys. It's so yeah. nice to connect with people and see their different viewpoints on what cannabis and fitness is. That was such a nice conversation. So I started to started thinking about to get in a joint or something. And, <laughs> and, and yeah, and just think about everything good in the world. <laughs> yes. But I guess I just do want to ask if Kendra or Paula, if there's anything else that we did not touch on. I mean, uh, for me, I would say, you know, don't be hesitant or scared to give it a try if it's, you know, if you're curious. Um, I think, you know, if you already are there and maybe you've used, you know, maybe flour has been your go-to, maybe, you know, check out and experiment a little bit with different ways of delivery um, and see, you know, what happens and what is your experience like when you're, when you're doing your activities. Um, I think, you know, to Kendra's point, just being mindful and allowing yourself to be that observer um, and to really, you know, give yourself the opportunity to focus and to ground and to, you know, really just honor yourself while you're doing your exercises and your activities. Um, And, you know, cannabis is a great way to do that. And I'd like to say, um, just add on to what Paula really said, is like um, a lot of people are intimidated kind of by like, oh, exercising and smoking, but really make it simple. I like to tell people, find what type of cannabis, three-step process, find your plant, make a good playlist, and then do something that you like to do, play, you know? So Mm -hmm. make it simple. Don't make it something that it has to be scary or big, just And start small, start small, you know, do a little microdose, see what happens. That's a golden goal, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
and also um, that mindfulness I've I found with uh, with my own my own growth uh, like I said the eating like what you guys brought up um, it helped me it helped me with my eating disorder um, is it can really be a tool to help with your self-confidence and I feel mm-hmm. like Men, you know, I know men, but I'm not a man, so I can't really speak on that. But as women, there's so many things that like can just be so heavy on us from day to day and mm-hmm. using cannabis and moving our bodies and just really having that space for ourselves is so confidence boosting. So if you're dealing with confidence issues or anxiety, depression, it can really um, it can be super beneficial for that. Regarding Absolutely. the anxiety, I would totally agree because, uh, yeah, I think that's only the women matter that we are pretty much uh, at some point uh, exhausted and then we have, uh, we actually face anxiety. And I think this is the quickest way to uh, lose it and to feel comfortable and to feel secure. So I totally agree here on, on this with you, Kendra. And I know a lot of people, you know, cannabis can actually give them a little anxiety. So I think that that's why yeah. mm-hmm. what Paula said, um, start always start small and even with like microdose products, particularly if it's new to you. Absolutely. I was just going to say that to Melissa, because it can be, you know, anxiety inducing, especially, um, I, you know, from my understanding, typically we find the, if you already have anxiety and you use a high THC product, um, it can sometimes exacerbate that anxiety. So, you know, maybe stay with a lower THC um, and start to really emphasize some of those other cannabinoids. Mm-hmm. Totally. And if you do face anxiety, find some sort of movement that's going to help you feel stronger in those moments. Because, you know, whether you're high or not and you're anxious, you're still going to feel it. So use those moments, use that exercise to work it out, to train it, to get stronger mentally, mm-hmm. physically, emotionally, and spiritually. It's like classes for your mind. Oh, Kendra, is there any particular movements that you find helpful or that you can um, maybe suggest to our audience to try? And Paula, feel free to jump in as well if you have any recommendations. Well, starting with the breath, really, like there's a lot of the times where we're just not breathing. And if you're anxious, you're just not breathing like fully. Um, so starting with the breath and just taking some deep breaths, coming back to like, whoo, I'm good. I'm good. And then moving from there, maybe doing um, if you need to feel stronger in that moment, maybe finding a plank, even a modified plank just really getting focused and being like, hey, I'm here in my body, even though I feel anxious and I'm going to do this. And you'll find that it will help. So it's kind of like giving yourself, do I need more of that restorative, maybe a child's pose, a shavasana to chill out? Mm -hmm. Or do I need to really get into that plank and just kind of like get in it, go over this anxiety? So... Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I love your point of starting with the breath that I... I can't emphasize that enough. Um, most people, they they don't breathe properly. Let's just be honest. Um, most people breathe very shallow, shallowly. They're not very cognizant of their breathing. They just sort of let it go on autopilot and don't really get into it. Um, and breath is transformative. Um, and, you know, I, I've been a longtime yin yoga teacher. Um, and I find that a lot of my students who have issues 
particularly with anxiety and also sometimes depression. Um, a yin yoga practice is really beneficial for them uh, because you have to slow down. You have to connect with your breath. You have to be mindful in that practice. Um, there's really kind of no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And it really targets the parasympathetic ne- nervous system. So it's going to help you with that fight, flight, or flee, or fight or flight response um, and really kind of get your parasympathetic nervous system toned and back into shape. And for, you know, most of us, our parasympathetic nervous system is out of whack with the nonstop stuff that's going on around us. You know, we're constantly being bombarded. We see stress and anxiety coming from all these external places. Um, And we really, you know, we need to be able to give ourselves the space to, you know, really work through that. And um, I find, you know, for me and many of my students, a yin, a yin practice works really well for that. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I love some yin yoga. Oh, my yes. Goodness. It feels so good. Right. <laughs> okay. I think I need to try one. <laughs> I've never tried it before, but that sounds interesting. Definitely do try you, it. Do you teach any um, online classes, Paula? You mentioned that you do yoga. So I'm yeah, curious. I'm, I'm not currently, um, I actually just recently sold my studio. Uh, I was a little burnt out from COVID and dealing with all that. Um, But I am looking to kind of get back into um, doing more private client and small group client, uh, you know, situations either in my house or in other people's homes or even online. I have a couple of my students uh, who would travel to Vermont during the uh, winter season and would come to my class. um, And I, you know have done interactive uh, online classes with them, you know, periodically throughout the last few years um, because, you know, with COVID, they weren't able to necessarily get here and be out and about for a while. So um, it's, it definitely is a great opportunity, but, you know, we're in a stage where a lot of people are really burnt out from online. So I stepped back from that for a hot second, but I see that there's an opportunity to kind of step back into it again. Well, just to invite each of you ladies and anyone on the podcast that's listening to this, I do teach a class on Wednesdays online. Um, it's called Lit Fit Live, and it's a cannabis-infused fitness class, and it varies from strength training to yoga to a lot of the applied functional science movement that I teach. So I invite all of you guys to come and check it out, and you can read about it at mindbodyphysique.com under classes. And if um, ladies, you guys, definitely, if you want to try it out, just hit me up, and I'll wave the $25 but um and anyone I would like to make this yeah yeah you're welcome I just I just um, wanted I like to it. say that please send me the link and then yeah yeah that would be just perfect. I was just gonna say that too <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely I will I will um okay. but yeah if anyone listening to this on the podcast like hey I listened to the ask growers podcast can I try a class let me know I'll waive your first class free as well so just want to put that out there for anyone that wants to try cannabis fitness training um, from my perspective at my body physique um, that is out there. Sounds wonderful. Sounds really cool. Thank you, Kendra. Yeah, thank you guys. Okay, thank you ladies for taking your time and uh, showing on the As Growers podcast. And I was really impressed by by your knowledge and by your attitude in the industry. Uh, I hope that in the near future we can uh, create something up together on the podcast as well. So we don't say goodbye. We say, I'll see you later. <laughs>
Until next time. Until next time, right. <laughs> For those interested in cannabis fitness training courses, visit mindbodyphysique.com. And for all things cannabis, stay tuned to Ask Growers. 